Welcome again to Talking Absolute Worship. It is Anne and I who are going to look at Easter 4 together. So Anne, what have you mined from the passages this week? Yeah, well, I, uh, I, I, Acts, I start again with Acts because I just think, as I said last week, such a lot um, to help us think about what does it mean to be a um, faith community post-Easter, preparing for Pentecost, working, you know, reflecting on what the spirit is. And of course, last this, this week's reading just grows straight out of next week. It just flows seamlessly from, uh, from last week's reading. Um, and it's the kind of living out of what shall we do. And what's interesting, of course, is that what they do is they form a community of mutual love. Um, so it, it's it's just it's absolutely beautiful. And like we were saying last week, it's that experience over words. They do stuff. They live together. They work out how they get on. And I, I sometimes kind of wonder, I wonder what that community was really like. Well, let's read some of Paul's letters and we'll get a we'll get a sense of what it was really like. But Luke always putting telling us the good stories and you know putting his his little spin on it look folks this is what's possible and i think there's something here about possibility um and to me that connects with good shepherd sunday as well because something about the good shepherd image of god is about possibility um what happens when the relationship is loving um when it's nurturing when it's about um gentle guiding and all of all of those images that come with with the image of God as the good shepherd and and Jesus is teaching I am the good shepherd and all of that um so I looked at Willie James Jennings again as ever to see what wonderful things he had and he gave me an amazing quote that is what I'm going to work with which is he says they carried forward the reality of divine power clothed in the common and the miraculous flowing through weathered hands. And I'm going to um, go on this idea of weathered hands. Of, the, of You know, you've done a lot. Um, you might be wondering what more I can do. Um, but there's this whole image of, of carrying um, the reality of divine power clothed in the common and the miraculous flowing through weathered hands. And I just, because, you know, there's this whole thing of, well, us really what can we do um and so yeah so weathered hands so i put here that even weathered hands can do extraordinary things for god um and picking up as i said this is about god's promise and god's possibility um which surely is actually what the holy spirit is all about so as we prepare for pentecost it's about asking ourselves do we really believe in that do we think that that's that there are, is actually possibility and promise um or, or do we get so caught up in the oh it can't possibly be us we can't possibly do that um, that we get that we get stuck. So growing out of that, the I mean the other three readings um, obviously there's Psalm twenty three, um, which I just I, I probably is is one of my absolute go to scriptures. Um, so very very well known and in some respects you know a bit kind of old hat but actually just beautiful and um, 
the, the imagery of of what God does for you for us when we are in the most difficult places um and what God does for us when we are in the most beautiful places and what God does for us when there are those who we struggle with and says come and eat together here's a feast and and I've had I remember one very powerful sermon on this that I heard from the great uh, David Peel um at um when he came to preach many 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 years ago when as I was in a church where there was all sorts of awful things going on and uh, and he preached on God preparing a table in the midst of our enemies and said this is this is for the people that you do and you don't get on with and there was something very powerful in that and that stayed with me you know one of those little sound sound bites that stuck with me um and the other really powerful one i remember was when we did it at the minister's residential which was i'm trying to think october november 2021 and you very beautifully gave us a number of ways of listening to the psalm through different musical versions and different written versions. And, and we read it at one point going round the group, each of us reading a verse and just brought, just reminded us of the intent, incredible power of this psalm, um, which, um, you know, is probably one of those pieces of scripture that's known by a lot of people who never come to church. Um, and I know that when you have conversations with, you know, with families for funerals and they go, oh, yeah, I know that one. Um, but I just think we need to we need to immerse ourselves in this in this psalm um, because it's it's just so extraordinary. Um, obviously, the gospel, um, I just think the power of um, Jesus saying, um, you can know God and know God knows you. Um, and this this power of being known um in all of this that our our weathered hands are known um and uh and our weariness is known and our green you know the the green pastures and and the and the dark valleys are, are known all of, all of this is known by god one peter <laughs> be a bit careful with so i've put in my notes here Yes, it's about responding to being persecuted, but great care is needed. And I, um, yeah, it's difficult with the slave stuff and the abuse stuff. And to be blunt, I don't think I'll touch it with a barge pole because I think it needs so much more engaging with than is actually possible on a Sunday morning. But... Those are fantastic phrase in it that I might use in worship, which is in verse 25, which talks about God as the guardian of your soul. Mm. And I thought, yes, that's a fantastic piece of imagery um, and language that may well weave itself into a prayer or two for this Sunday. Mm. Um, but I've put at the top of my notes here lots of creative possibilities to talk about a strong biblical image of God and for me I wonder if Good Shepherd Sunday will have less of me talking and more of the congregation talking about this image of God and more of that when we come to the creative stuff. Great so that that's that's really good um I think if I start with the John reading mm. Although I do, I do um, 
always go good shepherd sunday because it comes around every year because there's so much shepherd imagery in the bible that it's that we're able to do it as part of the easter story we think about jesus as the good shepherd and you can think but we're in the middle of resurrection stories why mm. do we stick this in here i don't actually know the answer to that yeah. but maybe i need to think about that a bit more why is it that we go straight from the oh look he's here we didn't expect him to we can know we can know him as the shepherd <laughs> so a key verse for me is john 10 10 i've come that you may have life and have life abundantly or mm. in all its fullness and one of the reasons for that being the one that i, I kind of i'm drawn to is that um for all the church of england schools in the exeter diocese that is the line so we all had to think a lot about what does it mean for our children our staff and our families to have life in all its fullness how queen mm. them to live in all the fullness or i love the word abundant because it's, word. it's more than full it's overflowing yes. in yes. it for me so um what does it mean to have abundant life in jesus and I think I would start with the answer being Acts chapter two. And it is that thing of of um, last week, they went, what should we do? And then it's like, immediately. Yes. <laughs> I, I think there must have been a little bit of time in between the two. <laughs> <laughs> because that is, that is pretty impressive. Um, but it, it was that, the, it felt like there was an urgency to live differently and to be yes. different and to be in community together is what makes sense of um, knowing Jesus, which I guess echoes back to the road to Emmaus last week where the two of them went, that was Jesus. And they didn't say, let's stay here and eat our meal and talk about it. They said, we've got to be together with the others to make sense yes. of what we've heard. And, it, and it's very easy to look at Acts 2 and go, well, we could never be like that. Mm. We, I can't sell my possessions and pool them all. It would, you know, I've got a pension to think about and I've got this mm. and that, you know, and I don't want to give up my teddy bear that I've had all my life. And But for me, I think it is a description of what does abundant life in Jesus look like. It is about being in community about being open, about sharing what we have, um, praising God. Um, there's preaching and Bible study and worship, um, living in, in communion and um, sharing stuff with glad and generous hearts, I think can help us think about what it means to be church, especially mm. at a time when we feel that there is scarcity and there isn't ever going to be enough for all. And I guess it's a, it could be a reminder of the, the other reading that comes up every year, the feeding of the 5,000, is that abundant life is when yes. we share what we have and there's always leftovers. Yes. And it's not about keeping what we've got just to ourselves. And so it, it might be a chance to think about what as a church community we're already doing. Mm. and always go well we're not doing this and we're not yes. doing what let's celebrate what we are doing let's think about what other opportunities we have to be community together but also to 
look at community in its wider sense and say, how are we sharing with our wider community around um, mm. how can we how can we help share this abundant life in Jesus that we have? And I think that almost appreciative inquiry way in will help mm. people when there's the challenges about what what does that mean about about sharing things and in our synod this is really what we're wanting to to develop when it comes to bringing churches together to enable mm. each other in their local mission is about sharing the resources that we have mm. together mm. and not and not just hoarding them and go well if we it, we we can only just cope on our own, <laughs> but saying actually there is there is merit in being together, mm. and and um, the psalm talks about abundant life, mm. and I think I think as you said just talking about all the things that God does in that psalm is really helpful mm. because for me it's it's always I always go straight to the dark valley, mm. <laughs> and and you know that that it's not that you you get to avoid it but that mm. you're you're led through <laughs> mm. but you're not on your own in all of that and i and i like because i've always thought the the meal in the presence of the enemies is kind of look what i've got and you haven't but actually how can we share our abundant life with those that we find difficult yeah and it's not just about doing the easy things with the people that we like yes. but it's about confronting that abundant life means that's for everybody and with the, with the John reading, I was looking at we haven't had what comes before because we chop John up through the why why we can't yeah. have a to read that has four years with, I know. with John on its own. Yes. I think it, wouldn't I think that, that be would awesome? Be, it would be so much more helpful. Gosh, it would. So, yes. So the last time we did Matthew, I didn't do John at all I don't think because I just wanted people to understand how Matthew works yes because we had some fairly new Christians mm. rather than chop it all up all the time because mm. that's that's easy if you've heard all the stories but actually we still don't always get a sense of how mm. it fits together anyway mm. what what comes before John chapter 10 strange enough it's John chapter 9 but John chapter 9 is the story of the man born blind who's healed by Jesus on the Sabbath. Mm. And then and there's there's loads and loads and loads of different conversations happening while people try and work out why Jesus did what he did. And particularly on that day when everybody knows that that to love God with all your heart, mind, soul, body, strength and everything means you don't do any work. And, you know, this is what Jesus has done is wrong. And the Pharisees interrogate the man and I think his parents and Jesus mm. to try and work out why has this happened. And in the end of the whole chapter, because the chapter nine begins with the healing and then there's loads more discussion and they go, are we blind then? Mm. And Jesus doesn't go, well, yes, you are, you're rubbish Pharisees. He tells the he starts saying this stuff about sheep and sheepfolds and gates mm. and shepherds mm. and I quite like the idea of um, because there's lots of different images in here that we can relate to Jesus about being the gate or the gatekeeper but the one that opens the gate or is the gate 
to allow us to understand more. So how do we have abundant life? It's because mm. Jesus has opened up the gate um, to allow allow all of all of that to happen. So you could in just take John 10, 1 to 10 and go, here are different things that Jesus says that he is. <laughs> he's the gate. Um, he's the shepherd. He's the gatekeeper. Um which makes most sense to you, but it, but I think I quite like looking at life abundantly. Is mm. that is that Jesus is the one that opens things up for us, mm. and sometimes mm. we have to allow that to happen because sheep won't always go. I think when the gates open, sometimes you need the the sheep dog <laughs> to kind of you them out. Because yeah. they, they don't all want to do it. Because change is scary. You know, we were mm. safe in here. Mm. Yes, we were jostling about, and there wasn't really room to breathe. But we we were okay in this in this uh, enclosed space. But actually, to be opened up, and I think perhaps what Jesus is saying to those Pharisees is, yes, you do need to open your eyes to see things in a different way. That God is doing new things here, or there are new new ways of understanding what being a faithful follower of God is or a faithful servant of God is. Um, because the Pharisees were doing what they thought was right. Yes. It doesn't help yes. is that they then got their pointy finger up and went, and so we're doing it right, but that means you're not <laughs> to the yes. vast majority of people. And that's where, mm. you know, what Paul says about the law and it's setting us up to fail is, you know, has merit and it's worth hearing mm. but they weren't they weren't being deliberately awful mm. they're not just the baddies they're the people who thought they were doing the right thing yes. but doing the yes. right thing had got them into a sheepfold mentality mm. when they mm. when they needed to have abundant life themselves see things in a different way mm. and i guess acts chapter two is is fairly rule breaking from a yeah from a Torah perspective of the time, um, because that's not that's not fitting how you did things, and it's finding mm. those new ways that that honor God but make sense of where we are today. And I agree with one Peter two. <laughs> you know, handle with extreme care. Mm. How does and how does it fit in with abundant life? I suppose it does say sometimes abundant abundant life isn't a bed of roses. <laughs> abundant yeah. life isn't that 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 you're now um, living that life of blessings all the time. Abundant life will still have that times of pain, like uh, the psalm. There's still you still got to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Mm. Mm. But be very careful. Mm. And I know when it when. It was the story of turning of the cheek and all of that stuff. When I, I think it was that that story I preached on, and I said, of course, all of that doesn't apply if you're in an abusive relationship. And Phil was yeah. preaching somewhere and said something the same, which mm. led to conversations with people afterwards about yes. abusive relationships that they yes. they were in or were encountering. And actually, yes. that was transformative. Yeah, but, yeah, but neither because we I I visit and he was quite new. Neither of us knew the history, and it was just as well we added that in. Yes, it might if if you know where you are, it might be that talking about some of this, um, but 
but saying endurance doesn't mean putting up with it you know yeah maybe that yeah for a time you you have to live with this but that is not abundant life no yeah. so I, I put, mm. there's enough other good stuff that i would there is yeah yeah, avoid yeah using one peter yeah um, i do like that guardian of your souls mm. that is a good part mm. yes and mm. then it's kind of yeah what what does it mean for us to to be in community together yes and when when um phil and i met we were on the ginger group and and there were six of us young people aged between 18 and 25 and we lived in a house together and it's a bit different from being a student where you lodge with other people but we were yes. kind of committing to living and working together for a year yes. and so to start with it was laughing all the time and it was sharing <laughs> and stuff. but you can't you can't keep it up you can't yeah. no matter how well you get on with people um the reality is that we are selfish fallen people and yeah. we and we all have our quirks and foibles and we need to community is learning to accept how we are and function together and is hard yes. work. Mm. And um as you said, this is the this is the good news bit. <laughs> but even they yes. found it difficult at times. And I yes. think being honest about all of that yes. will help as well. Yeah, there's lots there. There is. Yeah. yeah. And then there's yeah. lots more. You talked about some creative things. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm just going to share a screen. I'm just going to share some images. Um, if I can find them, I will. Where are they? There we go. Right, here's some images for um, Good Shepherd Sunday. Just a moment. Just so uh, yeah, so this is, I just I came across this today, uh, which I just liked it's about community living, which is more important: the journey or the destination, the company. And I, I just I, I think I may use that. Yeah. Um, last year, last year, yes, it was. We did a, a memorial service for folk who had um, lost loved ones in covid and and not had funeral services and we had a an, an, just an open space on the saturday afternoon oh no stop it stop it stop it it's not supposed to move um um so um this is um this is what we create i created as uh, this is psalm 23 going through from the the green valleys and the and the waters and the and, and the shadows and then the the feast um, and so it, it, that was just a visual presentation of that. And uh, they are incredibly powerful to create these things, to make these things. I, I just have tons of huge bits of material. Um, that's what comes with living in Walthamstow for many years, where there's a fantastic market. Um, but it, they they are great to do, and people found it really powerful. And we left it up for quite for for a little while afterwards, and people really appreciated that. And then these, which I will put on to um because these will just go through no it's not going right there we go so then this was good shepherd sunday last year i just did a series of of images um which just rolled through of different shepherds and um from i just you know did a did a search online and got pictures of shepherds and sheep from all over the world so we didn't use the screen for our worship 
words. We used it for images that just scrolled through throughout the service so that people could stop and ponder and look at them as and when they wanted, um, just to kind of um, reflect on Good Shepherd. Um, and people said they found it really, really powerful. Um, and we had conversations round tables about all sorts of things, about um, what it means to be a sheep, um, about what it means to be a shepherd, um, about, you know, what the pictures might have been saying to us about God. Um, and we've got some shepherds that are leading. And um, I like that. They're, they're, there's your weathered hands, I think that is. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there's your weathered hands, that is. Some shepherds that just, you know, watching their sheep. Um, and uh, some in some, you know, uh, interesting rocky green pastures, still waters <laughs> sort of images. Um, some very young shepherds as well. Um, and, and people were going, oh, are they sheep or are they goats? And I, go, I don't know. There's another conversation as well. Um, and then we remembered that there's, 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 there's shepherds at Christmas and angels. And of course, they're important as well in all of this. And uh, yeah, shepherds are all genders um, as well. And uh, I love that one. <laughs> Sometimes you just as a sheep going into the fog. So there was just all sorts of things here. And these just um, went. I like that one. I love that. Yeah, I do. The, the sheep, they know their shepherd. I just love that. Yeah, you're going to give us the good stuff. Yeah. Um, traditional stained glass. Um and uh, still waters and uh, having something to drink and uh, so we just kind of went we just had these scrolling through and it was as I say it was just really powerful um, and people really appreciated it um, and sometimes you don't have many sheep just a few sheep <laughs> you have to be quite strong sometimes to be a shepherd yeah. Um, yeah, another Christmassy one. I don't know how many more of these there are. Must be nearly there now. And that was the sometimes you lead from the front and sometimes from sometimes the back. Sometimes lead from the back, yeah. Very young shepherds who really, really know their sheep. Give them a stroke. I like that. So there you go. So, um, yeah. So that's one of the things that's that's a possibility. Um, a Good Shepherd Sunday. There's more of these than I thought. <laughs> I think that's the last one. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, that's the last one. That was it. Yeah. So it, um, yeah, so that was um, just doing it a bit differently. Um, I often, I mean, I always, always use images in worship, but just focusing on the images um and then talking uh, talking while they were just on the screen so i didn't know what was going to be on the screen and we were just talking and, ha and had some conversation um around the theme of good shepherd um and what that means to us today so i think i think there's yeah so um good good chance for some some imagery i think to as i said at the beginning it said earlier on to, to talk together about a strong strong biblical image of god yeah uh, yeah so I've got, let's share screen, remember to share the sound, right. So um, I've got one picture, mm. here, which is um, from the catacombs. So it's mm. the first picture of Jesus. 
And I just think it's interesting that how significant the story of Jesus is. I don't think they're hairy legs. I think he's got laced up boots on. Yes, yes, um, yes. But I, but that sense that from the first, that's that's what we've seen Jesus as. So it just shows how powerful this image yeah. is, um, and that you know this was in secret or you know hidden away, but discovered again. Um, the picture of Jesus as the good shepherd, because it is. I mean, why why is it used a lot, and why? And I think it is one of those images that, although most of us aren't shepherds. Mm. Um, we still kind of get what it is, <laughs> and yeah. I and, and I think those images that you shared Anne, illustrates that because we still have shepherds, yeah. and shepherds happen almost across the whole world. Mm. There may be places where there aren't, but it, it feels like it's a global image, yeah. In a way that some of the others won't be. Yes, um, I did. I think last year when it was um, Shepherd Sunday, and I said, have we got any shepherds here? Sarcastically, and we, we had a shepherd. <laughs> so yeah. You never quite know. I think I'm not used to being in rural. rural yeah, places. I know what you mean. Yes, yes. So, yes. So that's quite interesting. Yeah. yeah. Then let's see if I can move to this. So then I discovered this song, which I think kind of goes a bit more with the Acts 2 about how is it that we're supposed to live abundantly? And I'll just play a bit of it. Someone's put some some um, images with it. It's a bit like if you ever watch um, Homes Under the Hammer, <laughs> the images are kind of literal ones, but actually it helps quite a lot to kind of get, get what's being said in the song. Mm. So hopefully you can hear this. Yep. He never said God helps those who help themselves He never said Blessed are the rich He never said I do unto others Before they do it unto you like they're gonna do He never said it's to a bad buddy But the winner has to take it all He never said Success is the key You gotta be cruel To be kind And he never said it is a jungle out there Where the weak must get left behind Now he said Answer a stranger's cry for help Love your brother as you love yourself You only need to seek and you will find Forgive your enemy and drop that grudge Don't judge others and you won't be judged Only knock and a door will open Hey, could you, an amazing song wow it's really good yeah you to me but i think but i think that idea of that living in community and abundant life and it's a bit countercultural mm. to mm. live in this way and to be generous with ourselves mm. 
I think it, it works well for this Sunday. Mm, I think it does. I think you're right. Yes. Thank you. Mm. So I think we've covered quite a lot of different ideas, um, yes. both scriptural and how we share that in different ways. Um, and again, pick one. Don't <laughs> don't use all of our ideas. Yes. Um, it's an hour or an hour and a half. It depends on how you do worship, but it's not an all-day thing. <laughs> and and uh, it's, it's better to keep it simple because that's what people do remember. So They do. Um, uh, we hope that you found something that, that will uh, light a spark in you. And it's always good to let us know what has because um, mm. it's good to mm. get that feedback. As I had from Anne earlier saying, oh, this is what you did a while ago. <laughs> Oh, that's good. So, uh, so you know, we'd appreciate feedback as well. But we will um, end with prayer to help us all in our preparation for worship on this Sunday. Oh, Jesus, we thank you that you came, that we might have life and have it abundantly. That your love is overflowing. That your love is generous that you are the good shepherd. So as we prepare for this Good Shepherd Sunday, we pray that for each of us, there may be words or phrases that are resonating in our minds and in our hearts that will help us as we prepare to lead worship, to help others think about what it means to live together in community, to be your people to know that you are with us all our life's journey through. Bless us as we work. Bless us as we live in community and with you. In the name of Jesus, our good shepherd, we pray. Amen. Amen.